Welcome you did it. to the Mountain Bike Connection <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Tonight, we have Dirty Jane. But she's not called Jane. No. <laughs> <laughs> Your name is not Jane. No. No. We, have Amy. we have Amy from Dirty Jane. Yeah. How That's are we doing, right. Amy? Great. Great. So Very happy to be here. Sorry. Go on. Oh, I was just saying, happy to be here. Happy to meet you all. Oh yeah, no, we're we're super excited because we've had many a podcast where we've whined and maybe mourned and groaned about about clothing, about clothes, because we're yeah. we're quite the opposite, very much so, um, yeah. but very similar. Yeah. So it's kind of, and then when you reached out to us, um, I know that Laurie's eyes lit up with excitement. So tell us a little bit about kind of where you're at and how you've got here. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, this could be a long-winded answer. We Perfect. like long-winded. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's interesting because honestly, I'm in like so many different women's Facebook groups. And the number one thing that comes up over and over and over again is what clothes do I buy? Where do I buy them? I can't find anything. What's your favorite brand? Um, so dirty Jane is literally the thing that solves all those problems. And I had the same problem as well. So I've been mountain biking for 20, just over 20 years. Wait, wait, did you, did you start when you was like six? No, no, (laughs) I am probably a lot older than you think I am. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm thinking I want her age cream. Oh, really? It must be the lighting. It must be the lighting. No, I'm actually going to be 46 this spring. So, awesome. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. Still, still rocking the trails. But yes, so I have been uh, around for a long time. I I started mountain biking up in Whistler when. Oh. You know, <laughs> oh, we got the boys' yeah. attention. You now. had me at Whistler. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I live in Squamish now, but I used to live in Whistler and I started uh, biking up there. And other than like pro riders at the bike park, there was me and five other women who were all riding park. And there were literally no clothes available, like none. Women's stuff Mm -hmm. did not exist. So we're, 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 I'm lucky I'm tall, so I could fit into men's shorts. Uh, How tall is tall? Five foot nine. Okay, because we've yep. got a five nine and a six foot. <laughs> oh wow, great. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's you know, it's it's I mean, I think people in general are getting taller, but I I'm used to being one of the tallest mm-hmm. in the room. But yeah. <laughs> yep, that, that's basically my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So my four, my shorter friends didn't, you know, weren't as lucky because they, the men's clothes, I mean, they were just swimming in them. So, yeah. so we were wearing, you know, whatever we could really just throw together cotton, which mm-hmm. we now know super sucks to exercise in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. And so that's kind of how Dirty Jane um, evolved. It was out of a frustration of not being able to find clothes. And uh, so, you know, it's a, it's a curated selection of brands that I love. Uh, I would never sell anything to anyone that I don't think is high quality, uh, you know, and a good brand with good brand ethos. So uh, yeah, that's really how and why it exists. It's literally there to serve women, um, you know, to show women that you can have, you, you know, you don't have to just wear black and gray on the bike trails. We can wear, I like wearing bright, colorful clothing. So it's like a form of self-expression. Um, you know, it's, they're technical. Uh, so, you know, it's like really everything that you, that's awesome. Got everything. <laughs> so, so you, you gotta tell us where did Dirty Jane come from? I was just thinking that. Oh, get out my head. Yeah. 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 So I actually can't take credit for the name. Um, I'm not the originator of Dirty Jane. Uh, my best friend actually started it and, uh, this could be part of the conversation, but she left, uh, just out of, uh, frustration of, you know, things not growing, uh, the pace she wanted them to, uh, but it's literally just, we get dirty biking and Jane is just a generic women's name. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that is yeah. that is okay. Okay, we gotta we gotta give Wes a little bit of credit. Thank wah, you. Wah, wah, Thank wah. you. Because that's because we was like, okay, I wonder who Jane is. Like, what? And and he's like, yeah, it's probably just a gener- generic name. And dirty. like Jane Doe, yeah. John Doe. Oh yeah, I said John yeah. Doe, Jane Doe, and yeah. you get dirty while you bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. makes sense. There you go. I hate you it. It's right all the time. Oh, we're gonna yeah. have to. Like, you remember those books? Those kids' books, like uh, See Jane Run. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's all. No, <laughs> you're not in our age demographic. I know, right? You're like, close, like, but I'm nowhere You're not in the over forty crew. Um, no. What kind of poor ass school did you go to? Because even we had those at my school. Oh, yeah, but you went to Crosskids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we had Roll Dahl and all that kind of fun jazz. Oh, we had that too. Oh, wow. But we also had like the CJ run stuff. And what was the other one? Stick of the Dump. You remember that one? Did you get that yet? That one I don't remember. Those are good books. I don't, I don't, that doesn't sound familiar. Who's that British bear, Paddington? Yeah. <laughs> yes, we had you guys Paddington, had Paddington the bear. We're tall as squirreling now because we're talking about oh, yeah. bugs. We squirrel a Terrible. thousand times. Awful. It's, it's the way we roll. Back on track. One thing I did That's notice right. when I I was I was like totally snooping snooping is that a word snooping yeah, snooping scoping snooping, whatever snooping scoping yeah I was looking at, at your website looking at things and I did discover that you have mostly women owned brands That's pretty awesome Yeah yeah I'm I'm trying you know uh there's only so many uh women owned brands so uh I'm doing my best to support as many of them as I can Yeah um, not all of them are big enough yet to be able to do, uh, wholesale stuff, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's, a it's a woman's brand for women. So if I can support other women owned businesses, I am all for it. So how, how does the website work? You 
import the stuff from the States so we don't have to pay the shipping and the duties and things like that to bring it across the border? Is that how it works? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, so it's predominantly been a U.S. based business, even though I know it sounds weird because I'm in Canada, but you know, the U.S. just has more people. Mm -hmm. And so I work with some of my brand partners. So I, I, um, hold inventory and I also ship direct from some of the brands warehouses. So, uh, it could be a combination of both. My goal is to get away from that entirely and just, you know, hold all my own inventory. Um, so because I'm doing that this year, I was able to create dirtyjane.ca, which caters 100% to Canadians. So you, when you buy stuff on the website, it's coming from Squamish. So the import fees have all been paid for you. So you don't have to. Nice. You know, it's the frustration of ordering from the States, you know, it's just like the shipping is higher. You never know if you're going to get import fees and how much you're going to be a surprise, right? Yeah. And for returning stuff, like you can't, you know, are you going to, if you, if you need to return it, are you really going to pay to ship it all the way back to the States? Probably not. Right. Um, so this way, just the whole process is just easier for Canadians uh, to shop That's awesome. from, yeah. uh, and get rad gear, you know, that like Club Ride, for example, like I just started bringing Club Ride into Canada and uh, their stuff is awesome if you don't know about it. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's like the ordering insane. Is just difficult. <laughs> Beck has a 36 inseam. She can't find any riding pants. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. <laughs> that, you know, Sister, I hear you're, you're preaching to you. the choir. It's yeah. like, it's just kind of like outside of the, you know, when you're, uh, you know, that, I mean, that's a, that's a long inseam for a woman. So it's just like, yeah. You're almost getting to like custom and I, I get it. I, I, you know, it's funny because I hear the frustrations from women on both ends of the sex spectrum, you know, like yeah. someone who's four foot nine, who can't find anything. Oh yeah. So foot, who's some who bonus of four foot nine, buy shorts and call them pants. <laughs> Darren, can you, can you relate Darren? to that? <laughs> I can, yeah. Cause I had that one pair of shorts, which was like three quarter length pants. I'm making halfway down my shins. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, my husband has a 28 inside leg. 29. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, 20, 29. <laughs> Apparently, I lost an inch somewhere. Um, that's what she said. <laughs> I, knew, I know you was giving me the look over the top of the bar. Um, yeah, but I know. Sorry, Laurie. We didn't ask her what she rides. No. What do you ride? Well, that's because them are, them oh, are, yeah. them are typical Wes questions. Yeah. And he's being awfully yeah, quiet yeah. tonight. I don't really know what's up with him. Okay. It's a bit weird. Go so I power. ride a Narco site. I have a Narco site. Um, it's, uh, it's a 2016. It's getting old. If anyone's listening and wants to sponsor me with a new bike, <laughs> I'm open to sponsorships. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Hey, no worries. Yeah. I put all my money into Dirty Jane. So, you know, my bike is getting a little neglected. <laughs> it happens when you're doing a, a startup and, and whatever. Yeah. And so what what yes. are your failed fail? What are your favorite trail systems out there? Um, oh my gosh. Well, I mean, I live in Mountain Bike Mecca here. So it's like God, I love everything from actually my favorite is technical. I love steep technical, the steeper, the more technical, the more fun. Um, flow is fun too. I don't do crazy jumps and stuff anymore. I've kind of left that behind, you know, 
you're pushing 50, it's just like, oh, don't I know it? Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> I'm going to be 48. So, Larry's <laughs> a big advocate for the flow, but I love to jump. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't go like Whistler, you know, like I think about some of the trails I used to ride in Whistler. I'm just like, oh my God. Like, that would be I terrifying. Would, I, I just wouldn't ride them. Like you, you wouldn't even get me to go down them now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I love, I love steep and technical. It's fun. Do you ever run into any like pro riders? There's a ton of pro riders in Squamish and like YouTubers and all that. You ever run into any out there? there? Is, yeah, I do. I mean, I don't, you know, to be honest, I know it sounds kind of funny because I own a mountain bike company, but I actually don't really pay attention to the pro scene. <laughs> they're here and they're around me. Sometimes I'll, you know, be, I'll fly by like a camera crew or something. And I'm <laughs> like, you just, Wonder I think who that is. <laughs> all the time, it's just not as like, you just don't care as much, I think. Well, if, they're, if they're there, you right? get used you're, to seeing it, right? To, yeah. I think what I would notice is how they hit the trail and are going 300 times faster than I am. It's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. that guy's a ripper. <laughs> Who was that? But do you not think? Yeah, though, but the thing is, there's so many advanced riders here. Yeah, like, that's what yeah. I was going to say, right? Like, you it, know, it's like they could said, be pro, the they could not be pro. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what I've noticed. Like some of the YouTubers out there, like Remy or Johan, they'll be out just with a local guy. And I mean, the local guy is ripping right with them. And yeah. I mean, they're pro level riders, some of the best there are. It's like frigging crazy. Yeah. It's a different I mean, world out there, I think. Yeah. Compared to here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I don't really pay attention to it because it's not my, that's not who I'm trying to speak to, anyways. Like I want, you know, uh, women like me, Lori and Becky, like yeah. you're, you know, I want you guys to be out biking yeah. and feeling good in what you're wearing. Yeah, average Jane Doe. Well, that's it, right? Yeah. Like that's the oh, look yeah. at you, look at you go. Um, but that's that's you want, and it's it's people like us, the women with hips. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't really go. I don't really Baby, go. Baby, get back. <laughs> um, but it is like you said. Yeah. It, it's the it's the other people that aren't spending twelve hours a day training that do have the booty or the boobs yep. and, and, you know, like the people that we bike with. Yeah. Our little squad. Yep. What else? Yeah. What, what else I cannot read your scroll, by I'm the way. I'm sorry. My writing is terrible. Some of us actually worked all day today, whereas some of us, <coughs> my head is hurting. My eye was bothered. I came home from work early mm -hmm. this afternoon. Mm -hmm. Because somebody couldn't find my glasses to bring to me at the office when they were literally sitting on the counter in the bathroom. Yeah, we're we're just we're, we have MTs in after that. That's so right. She, she I, I made notes, is what she I did. did. So Great. one thing that I did notice that you do have the blog on the U.S. site. So did the U.S. site start first, and then you kind of generated to the Canadian site? That's how that worked. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So so the dot com store is definitely like a, the more robust store. Right. Um, managing two websites is like very time consuming. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Are you doing it on yeah. your own or do you have, do you have staff? I, no, I do everything on my own. Oh gosh. Work as well. So. It's, wow. Uh, do you, do you have any yeah. children that you could employ? <laughs> no, I have no children. <laughs> I have a dog. He doesn't yeah, do much. I don't think he's going to be much Look help. at me with loving, loving his eyes, you know. Uh, <laughs> that is a lot. Like you said, working full time and running the two, like. 
That's yeah. So I don't work full time, but I'm a freelance writer. So, um, you know, that's the thing that pays my rent and feeds the dog. Yeah. And And, uh, and that's when he gives you the puppy eyes and says, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Dirty Jane is basically my volunteer position. Um, I'm, I'm hoping to change that. Uh, obviously it'd be awesome, you know, to have a business that you can make a living off of, but not, I'm not quite there yet, but working my way there. Oh, it's always nice to work towards something that you really enjoy too. It's Mm -hmm. not as much work. Yeah. We would like to, to do this and, yep. and not work. Yeah. That would be. This is work. Uh, yeah, is it? But it's happy work. It's it not is, It is happy work, but producing this is quite a task. Uh, we did some incredible ads. <laughs> you did <laughs> something. Really didn't need much. And we, we should probably talk to you as well uh, later on about that. But no, I'm going to get kicked off Laurie because she's got her, her little list. No, no, no. Okay, I'm, I'm, totally, I'm totally good. I was just wondering, do you write the blog, like the blogs yourself, or do you have other people that like contribute? No, I write them myself. Every once in a while, um, like an ambassador will do a guest blog, but 99% of them are me. You know, I have a bit of, I I mean, I have a bit of an advantage because I'm a writer. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's really just time to do them. Oh, God. (laughs) shoemakers kids never have shoes you know that saying yeah. however that goes mm-hmm. you know it's kind of like your own business sometimes it's like okay i know i should vlog once a week maybe but you know it doesn't always happen as frequently as i would like oh yeah i was just looking at uh, the other things that i had to talk about so talk to us about the the bike shots for big butts oh yeah especially because that really piqued your interest that really really did what would you recommend yeah. for letters with booties? Ladies with booties. <laughs> 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 I would say definitely not the Darko shorts. They, yeah, they are, run super small. <laughs> they run very small. Yeah. Um, the the bliss shorts, like with the yoga band top, which you don't have a lot of on the Canadian site. If I have any, I'm not sure. Um, wild rye shorts are awesome, uh, for booties and I'm getting Shredley this year as well. Oh, I've heard that name. Yeah. I keep getting asked for them. Yeah. Yeah. Their shorts are pretty awesome. She has a really, uh, woman owned brand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and, uh, she's got a really broad size range. I think it's from like double extra small or triple extra small all the way up to, um, or maybe she does hers like in the number system, you know, mm-hmm. so she up to like 24. I can't remember how she does it. But anyways, she's got a huge sizing system and she has regular and, um, I don't know if she calls them plus size, but basically like, you know, they're meant to fit yeah. your hips or whatever. So, and then she's got all different inseam lengths and stuff. So she's got a really, uh, good variety of, um, clothing options. So I'm obviously not bringing everything in but um you know i i'm getting shred late which is really exciting i like her stuff got really funky designs and stuff too so when you get so because you've got all the different brands and i mean we're we're all familiar like i can buy a pair of american eagle jeans and they're a size six on me but if i buy a pair of blue knots i'm a size eight or if i buy a pair of walmart they're a size four right like are yeah. you how are you true sizing or um like how are you 
identifying to the lorries. Sorry. That's okay. You're looking at me. Um, <laughs> That's okay. It, you know, if you hadn't have tried yeah. on some Darko shorts, you wouldn't have known that they run so small. So well, how are you? I was just basing that on the reviews because every review says they order a size up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They do run small. They do. They're, they're slim fitting shorts. And they're extra large would fit probably like a size 10. I wear a 16. Like why, why, <laughs> why are they so different though? I don't know. Is it not a measurement? Maybe because they're an Australian company. Oh. I, I don't know. They're just, you know, it's like you said, every brand, yeah. like is, you know, jeans, shorts. It's one of the things that I really try to stress on the website is like our bodies are all different, you know, go, so I, I stick to the, to the brand's um, size chart just so it matches the product. You know what I mean? Um, but I say like, try to think less about the size, you know, like, Sometimes women are like, well, I'm an eight, so I want size shorts that are eight. I'm not going to wear a size 12. And it's like, but really the number one priority should just be to get the shorts that yeah. can be brought. Exactly. Good in, you know, because there's no point in buying a size 10 if it just feels like they're squeezing your stomach so tight that like right. you can't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. wouldn't it be better just to be able to breathe and have shorts that fit you? So it's just like, you know, I'm like trying to pay less attention to the actual size. Yeah. Go by the size chart, follow the measurements. If you're a size large in these shorts and a size medium or, yeah. you know, a small in these shorts, who cares? Just as long as they fit and you're comfortable and you feel good. Well, and that's it, right? You can focus on the, the inches and the width rather than focusing on the size that they put on the product. Because, yeah, yeah we're, it's not always the same. I wear my husband's. Shandies. One thing I <laughs> saw on shorts. on a website, I don't remember what it was, but one thing they did, like for if you get a whole bunch of different brands for mountain bike and small companies, you run into a, they're all like a size ten is not a size ten in every company. Yeah, there's one place I bought something and they had this is size whatever, mm -hmm. and they compared it with like say a real popular brand or something like American Eagle. Yeah, it fits like an American Eagle ten or thirty eight. Yeah. And that was just super helpful buying clothes. Yeah, yeah, that would be helpful. Well, and I, I bought an assistant. I could assign them that project, so maybe <laughs> something like that in the future. <laughs> um, and I because I bought some fox shorts and I put them up against my jeans, and my shorts are like this much bigger, but my shorts technically were a smaller size than my jeans, and it's like what. But, yeah, and then I don't have boobs. Well, I I do. I have like the 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 where they're supposed to be, um, kind of a thing. Um, <laughs> but we have some girls in the group that that have cojones on their their toppets. Yeah. Um. So I know jerseys is sometimes can be challenging. Well, yeah, because you if you get it to yeah. fit your boob area, then you have all this extra fabric around where you're. Non boob area, <laughs> just the opposite. It's all big and flowy up here, and it's really tight at the bottom, and then right. it just like rolls. Anyway, yeah, so yeah. Or like I have really small shoulders, but I'm tall. You know, I have a long torso, so it's like, you know, not having like tons of extra space under my armpits, or like having the seam halfway down my my shoulder. You know, yeah. It's like I wonder if guys go through this when they're shopping, but they don't. Know. They don't. Guys shop. don't care. We shop for them. <laughs> if right, it goes right. on, it's it goes on, and that's it. It's a, <laughs> if it's too big, tighten the belt. <laughs> 
Speak for yourself. <laughs> I got ass and thighs and no friggin' waist, and it's a nightmare getting shorts because you put them on and then they slide down, and I look like some kind of friggin' mountain biking gangster. My ass crack hanging out. <laughs> I guess I do have to upsize my waist to fit my legs. Yeah. Well, that's have. it. Nah. You, you've yeah. both got nah. really. You've got both got thighs, right? From you've got this bit here, and we've like, got some drumsticks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so imagine being a clothing brand. It's like impossible to make something that is going to fit every. Yeah. You know, like a woman with broad shoulders and you know a large chest, uh, uh, versus you know a woman mm. with narrow shoulders and a small chest, and yeah. you know wide hips and narrow hips, and so it's just like. That's that's where it comes down to kind of like maybe knowing like okay I know this brand yeah uh, fits my body type really well so I'm just gonna roll with it or we just be like the guys just that's where the big box brand comparison came is real handy like most people know it's always American Eagle jeans they wear or Levi's or whatever shirt and then you could say what brand fits like this or like Mm -hmm. that it really helped me to buy because. Yeah, I do have big yeah. legs to fit. <laughs> well, and that's it. That's yeah, why, yeah. and I, that's why I struggle with buying like off websites because I don't know what whether it's going to fit right. Like Nikki would have the same problem in the five foot version. Oh yeah, Nikki's like half of me she, and built the same. <laughs> She's five feet tall and built the same as you. Yeah, she's tiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So speaking of fit, what did that's what do you have? Like, for- oh, oh, sorry. I was just going to say, what do you have like for a return policy? If that's, if somebody buys something off your website and they have to return it. Yeah. We have a 30 day return policy. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So you can try it on. If it doesn't work, you can send it back. That's good. Um, yeah. I mean, going back to the whole size thing, that's where like, you know, I really tried to, um, encourage people to leave reviews with a photograph. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because it's so helpful. Like it's so helpful. You know, I'm always like, please leave a review with a photo right. <laughs> Help the one after you who are shopping, you know, um, because that, that gives you a way to see, you know, like, oh, okay. So, um, you know, her, she looks exactly like me and these shorts fit her. Mm. Uh, so it's super helpful. Yeah. Those you know? reviews and are also. Helpful. Yeah, they really are. And also, you know, with the advancement of technology and our fabric, you know, a lot of the, I mean, most bike brands are now using four-way stretch. So, you know, oftentimes, you know, I I do try my best to have really good descriptions, you know, like, okay, when you put these on, they're going to be snug, Mm -hmm. but don't get discouraged because they have four-way stretch. And when you bike, they will stretch out a little bit. Mm You know, so think so things like that, just for people to understand like how the fabric works, you know, and yeah. most most brands have like a waist adjustment now. So, you know, I've got a smaller waist and bigger hips. So I always have to use the waist adjustment, mm-hmm. you know, where you know, some people are the opposite. They have a, you know, narrower hips and a wider waist. So, you know, maybe they have to go up a size and then they end up being a bit baggier, but mm-hmm. you know, so it's just like, yeah. I think just maybe getting out of the mentality of expecting everything to fit ex- like like a glove, you know, because that's where if you if you want that, it's like you have to start getting custom made clothing, like you know, like we can only do so much. Yeah, to- out of the box, it's just it's not realistic. Yeah, unless you are you like know. the stereotypical cookie, you cutter. know, cookie cutter. Five yeah. foot six, size six, Libby size, medium boobs. Livy size. Yeah. Your daughter. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you did a couple of other blogs on the cycling essentials for new mountain bikers and the mental recovery from a bike crash. Mm-hmm. I think the essentials for new mountain bikers would be really good to kind of review and, and yeah. share because, I mean, we've got a lot of people that follow that we even bike with that are pretty new too. Super right? new. Yep. Yeah. And we're, we're still we're fairly still new. Fairly new. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lori, Lori and I are. Yeah. Hardly. Cool. We'll have this now. Uh, <laughs> Laurie, we act like we are. Laurie's jumping now and everything. That's it, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, your mental recovery from a bike crash is is that and I didn't read it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's okay. Sorry. Um, is is that because you did crash and Yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, the you, you, you typically, <laughs> if you're going to write a blog about that, I figured that you probably had a bad crash and that's how you kind of came back from it. So, yeah. So I've had like, um, from, from like two, in, in the span of a decade, I had three really, really bad crashes. Um, the first one, what resulted in surgery, the second one, I broke like three things oh and then the third one, I broke my wrist quite badly and had to get two surgeries on it. And, you know, it's funny because the first one I bounced back. I was probably younger. I mean, I was younger. I wasn't probably younger. Um, the second one took me a little bit longer. And then the third one, I think I was just so tired of being hurt and, you know, I was getting older. It takes longer to recover. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. So it's really just about the mental, like it just, it took, I almost quit biking like, and I love mountain biking, but I just was so shaken Yeah, last one. And so tired of being hurt. And I mean, it's just so disruptive to your life. Like mm. it's you know, hurt. It sucks. Your, your body is never the same. I don't know if you've ever had surgery before, but mm-hmm. I've got and pins and stuff and it, you just never feel the same again. And, uh, yeah, I almost quit biking. I almost sold my bike and thankfully I have, you know, some really amazing friends who are like, Hey, maybe just don't just wait, you know, just don't sell my bike just yet. Just hold off, you know? And I would ride when I finally did get back to being like, okay, I'm ready to go out. It took me, it took me a year and a half to be like, Hey, I feel I feel ready to get back on my bike again, but then I was afraid of everything. Yeah. Yeah. How long did like, the confidence take to come back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It took another solid year. Um, and my friends were so patient with me, you know, like I, I, that's awesome. Yeah. I'd squeeze the brakes and be like, Oh my God, I ride super slow. I'd freak out at things, you know, like if rock was a little bit wet, I'd be like, Oh, I don't know. And these are tales that I've ridden over and over yeah. and over. And, you know, so, um, it took a while, but I just, I, after some time I would force myself to be like, okay, like you walked this last time, just, just try to ride it this time. You know, it's yeah. like not going for the biggest things, but like maybe a small rock roll instead of the biggest one, you know, and it's just like getting down that. I was like, okay, I did that. And I didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds and like then, your mantra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And it, and it really did take some time. And, you know, I think I wrote that blog because I just, 
I think when you identify as an athlete and as a thing that you, you know, the thing that you love to do, it's like my outlet, it's my social time, it's my exercise. Um, it really, you know, it just really got me down and I'm like, okay, there's probably other people who are feeling really frustrated by this as well. And so I wrote it just so people can know, like, don't be hard on yourself. Don't feel bad if you're nervous and don't want to ride and maybe you want to quit, but you know, try not to yeah. like just keep off time and be okay with where you're at. You know, it's just like, you know, I was frustrated because I felt like a beginner again. It's just like, okay, but just get over yourself. Like <laughs> get out you know? of your head, but it's yeah. hard to get out yeah. of your head. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so I, dare I ask, have you ridden the trail that you can date on? since oh I did yes congratulations good for you yes yes and it was I was scared I was like oh my god you know because sometimes when you wipe out on trail you're like I'm never riding that trail again yeah so so (laughs) in your crash was it just a flute crash or just the trail there the trail was hard and no it was just a flute crash it was it was wet I was following people I wasn't like paying super attention to what I was doing and yeah, had just like gone. <laughs> yeah. Cause I think that's different too. Like a, a flute crash that just wasn't something that. So if you control you did, it, yeah, yeah, it would just like, Oh crap, something happened rather than you're trying to trail on a feature. That's probably a little over your skill level yeah. and you can it and get hurt. That would be mm-hmm. really hard to come back from. Cause yeah where i mean fluke accidents happen so but yeah that's uh i like to ride just underneath the threshold because i just enjoy mountain biking too much and we our summers here are short winters are long i don't want to miss a summer yeah with a broken leg like our buddy chris he just broke his leg snowboarding (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so yeah it really sucks i mean you just you know talk about do we still, do people still say FOMO, you know, like the whole. Oh, uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Can you bike out there right now? Yeah. Oh. Oh, really? <laughs> so you up for a visit? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be there in 15 hours. How long yeah. does it take? Five days. Out? It takes about five days. to drive Oh, out well, maybe a bit longer than 15 hours. Then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I know it's far away, but I don't know how long it takes to drive there. Five days. It's five days. Five we've, we've days to drive there? Yeah. 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 It might that. even take you longer. I've done the, I've done the drive back from here to Ontario quite a few times. And when I was younger, I could do it in like two and a half days. And now that I'm older, it takes me five. It's the same distance from here to BC as it is from here to the UK. Well, it's a little wetter that way, though, isn't it? <laughs> oh, no shit. <laughs> you know. It gets wet here. I know. I, I I do kind of have you on my weather app. Not you personally, but the your, your area. <laughs> and sometimes I'll... I have England as well, so I have where we came from. And it's like, yeah, they're getting rain every day. And it's cold and miserable. Yeah, and but then, you also have places like uh, up in the north. Huh? Oh, what's it called? In uh, Anuvik. And some days you look at that and you're like, shit, we're as cold as Anuvik. Oh, yeah, but there's days where I've looked and we've been colder. Yeah. Yeah. So. Are, are you guys in Nova Scotia? New Brunswick. 
Oh, New Brunswick. Yep. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I've watched a bunch of YouTubers, and there's obviously a bunch from out there, and I see them still posting videos, but I can't tell if it's from right now or if it's something they recorded in the summer. Or... Uh, yeah, but... yeah, that's true. We've been biking here for a few weeks now. Really? We actually have a harsh winter. We had a really snowy, cold winter, which is very unusual. Like, normally we can bike all year round. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, so the trails have been clear for... How long of a drive is it to get to, like, the nearest good ski hill for you from squamish um 40 minutes Whistler. oh my word so how much yeah. are houses out there <laughs> <laughs> a lot yeah yeah i imagine the housing i think uh, housing in bc is pretty intense it's insane I think. yeah it's enough that I, every once in a while i'm like i should move to the east coast <laughs> yeah this house was like we renovated the downstairs a little bit we have 13 acres of land and it was like 150,000. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Wow. You yeah. couldn't buy an acre. You're definitely not buying that out here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not going to have all that out there. You'd be like 800 square foot, 300,000. Yeah. So you were also blogging about um, your dog, riding with yeah. your dog. So, do you, yeah. what kind of dog do you have? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Heinz 57. He's a whole bunch of things. <laughs> What's that? Heinz 57. Yeah, what? pretty much. What? Yeah. Yeah. So does he, does he go with you on the trail? He doesn't anymore. Oh. He's almost 14. Oh man. Holy. Bless his yeah. heart. I know. He's such a sweetheart. Um, yeah, he's, uh, I don't know. He's usually by my feet. I don't know where he is, but yeah, he's yep. he's an old guy now. I have a couple of feet. Uh, but he used well. to. Yeah, we used to bike together, and he I he he biked until he was about eleven. Wow. I mean, you know, down for him at eleven, but he was still coming out for rides. Um, but yeah, he was so fun to bike with. Um, I don't know if you bike with your dog, but it's just yeah, it's just we so do. I'm on the less aggressive rides. Our dog isn't. He's not old he's almost nine but he's had a he's beat himself up pretty good in his nine years he's had surgeries and all kinds of stuff but oh yeah. yeah so on the easier rides but the hardcore yeah, yeah. downhill rip rides we don't take them but yeah it's just fun rate. watching them have fun but yeah the trails out here are have gotten i mean i've i've lived in squamish for 15 years now and i think the population has more than doubled since i moved here wow and the trails are very, very, very busy now. Yeah. <laughs> Which is awesome. You know, it's just like seeing all these people out mountain biking, the number of women out mountain biking is incredible. Yeah. Uh, you know, but on the other hand, sometimes it's like, I miss the- It's a double-edged sword, right? Like you, you want is. people it into it. it. I mean, it's good for totally. business. It's good for the community. It's good for everything. But at the same time, you know, it's kind of nice to get out in the trails and be alone. Yeah. That's why I don't yeah. want Fridays and go ripping on Fridays. <laughs> Yeah, it was yeah. tends to uh, tends to ride without us in summer on Fridays because he only works Monday to Thursday, and then he oh, sends yes. pictures and teases us. Well, okay. he's so nice. Yeah, I think that should be a thing. Like anyone who works in an office Friday should just work from their bike seat. Yeah, I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure how yeah. that's going to work out. I mean, it w- it would be good. But Pretty sure my boss would be good. Strap not, your not sure all, strap yeah. your phone to your handlebar so you're on Zoom with your team. You know, if yeah, yeah there you to. go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah. So where are you there's, from there's originally? Staring at me. Um, I'm from Ontario. Uh, yeah. What? But, yeah, what I did grew make up in the, Ontario. 
What made the move to Squamish? Well, I came out to BC for university and then I left and traveled a little bit. And then I had some friends from school up in Whistler. So I moved up to Whistler and that lived there for five years and then made the move down to Squamish. I have a lot of friends that have moved out West. They were, it wasn't mountain biking. I've only been into mountain biking since like 2017 and hardcore for the last couple, but uh, a lot of ski bum friends that, they bailed and went west and never came back. Never came back. Can't yeah. It's hard to leave once you live here. You know, I have I've tried to move back to Ontario and I just uh I just couldn't do it because my family's there and I thought, oh, it'd be nice to be in your family. And it's just like I I miss the mountains too. Oh much. man. Yeah. We beautiful. uh in 2019, Laurie and I and the kids, we camped across Canada and the US. And man, the time over in Alberta. We did we only went into BC a little bit, but just in Alberta, like Canmore and Jasper and stuff. Holy oh, yeah. frig. That's it's gorgeous. I mean, I yeah, love to Canmore and Jasper, you're like right, you know. I mean, we're, you know, Squamish is a valley. So I mean, we're literally like I can I can pedal from my house and you know, be up a mountain and Jeez. on fast trails, but um the mountains are so different here compared to like Canmore and Jasper is gorgeous out there. I'd like to be somewhere where you could ride your bike in February or you could go for maybe an hour or two hour drive and hit a wicked ski hill too. You know, like that's the ultimate dream for me. That'd be friggin' awesome. Very jealous. Well, <laughs> we're a month out. A month last year on April the 12th, that weekend, we was biking in Minto. We I were, know. yeah. I checked my Strava. Mm-hmm. It was soggy, <laughs> but we were biking. It we was, were biking. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. a small print. Okay. So do but, you guys fat bike in the wintertime? No, we've we have done like we have friends that fat bike and we've done some stuff with Quest. Um, but we don't. I mean, these guys do more um snowshoeing and um what the hell is that big long thing called? Snowboard. Snowboarding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I couldn't think what the heck it was called. It's been a long day. I, it's really, it's been a long week. Um, so they like snowboard and our youngest is only 11. So she likes to snowboard. So we actually got some ski bikes. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, we're not really been out on them much this year so far. It's been no, kind of. Soon. When we can get to the ski hills. Yes. Yes. We're going to hit some groom trails. That will be very, very fun. Very fun. So how can people find you? Um, dirtyjane.ca if you're in Canada. Um, dirtyjane.com if you have US listeners. Uh, Instagram is a really great place. Come and hang out. Uh, that's a that's something else I've been doing a lot of on Instagram is uh, taking advantage of reels and doing um, like uh, fit videos, you know, so just mm-hmm. stuff on and doing a little commentary on it and uh dog just showed up uh <laughs> yeah so just doing commentary on it and just showing how it fits and you know just saying what i like about it and uh so and people are really appreciating those so yeah so instagram is just a really fun place to come and hang and join the community and yeah yeah awesome. you'll have to share some of our stuff 10.6 thousand volts my god i don't know what day it is doing ten thousand followers there we go that's what i'm trying to say yeah i'm always happy you know i i should probably um 
put that out there more, but I'm always happy to share, yeah. you know, you guys to share events and podcasts and, you know, uh, women's group rides, like anything that's going on. Like it's, you know, it's very community. So it's just, you know, it's retail at the end of the day, like I need to sell stuff to exist, yeah. but I still, you know, want to make it, you know, a real community feel. For sure. Well, I can safely say there's a whole crew of women that ride out on the East Coast that all sit around the campfire at the end of the night <laughs> chirping about how shitty the clothing fits. So you've got a good market on the East Coast. Okay, good. <laughs> and that's one thing about out here, the availability. We, ha- I mean, you've got your big brands. you got Fox, uh, Decine, like... That's Do you want to know much... where the decaying pants come on my legs in yeah. a medium man's? But that's what I mean. Like They're we don't have any options between my knee and my ankle. Yeah. <laughs> and that's one thing I noticed about. Like I'm into a lot of different outdoor sports, and one thing I did notice about mountain biking, there are a lot of small yeah. clothing companies, a ton. And they just don't yeah, have the big a lot world markets, right? Popping up, yeah. you know, it's, it's, I mean, mountain biking has just taken off in the last two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, what a great opportunity for more people to offer more variety. Yeah, yep. exactly. And that's cool. Yeah. Like, to yeah. have a store Becky, like you, that you should stuff. check out. Oh, sorry. Go, I, that's good to have a place like your, your website mm-hmm. that carries these brands. Oh, some of them I've just never heard of. So, yeah. 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 What should I check out? Tell me about Dirty James. You can get everything in one place, you know? Yeah. So it's just like, okay, so if this brand jerseys fit, fits you, but these shorts from a different brand mm-hmm. fit you, you keep them in one place rather than having to shop there and shop there. Yeah. And you know, so it's just like all in one. Um, but Becky, you should check out the Joni Caprice. They have a 13 and a half inch inseam. And um, I actually just went and wrote in them for the first time yesterday. Might make a nice pair of shorts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. My insane is not as long as yours, um, but I just wrote in them for the first time yesterday. And now I'm like, why haven't I been riding these all along? They were so comfortable. Well, I should go check them out. Me and Laurie yes. will go spend some money and she can get some booty shorts. And I want to check out the ones with the yoga pants or like the yoga top like the yeah. yoga top if you get those yeah. if you get those in stock let me know yeah i'll kind of keep yeah watching. i will so the shred when shredley comes i did order some those with the yoga band top and then the bliss ones um you know as soon as things as soon as all the fresh stuff comes out for the spring yeah we yeah. will definitely definitely keep an eye on that do you find are you having any issues with supply like i know i don't know like bikes are crazy hard to get uh even car the car industry like just parts since covid is it's been crazy hard to get certain materials or just supplies in general is that does that is that the same with clothing no it hasn't affected uh not my business anyways um i, I think like early on uh, you know, when ships were kind of being abandoned out in the ocean, um, then there was a, a delay in shipments and stuff, mm-hmm. but it seemed to be affecting the apparel industry. From from my perspective, I'm not, I don't, yeah, you, you know, close. So yeah. I may not have an insider perspective on that. Another question. I don't know if it even exists. Are there any mountain bike specific clothing companies that are actually made in North America? sourced in north america and made in north america yeah yeah so um one of the brands that we carry trees mountain apparel they're a canadian brand oh nice Uh, 
Um, yeah. And they actually, I, I really like them because they're like uh, slow fashion, uh, which is, you know, they're just not mass producing um, product, which is really cool. Yeah. Caden uh, Apparel is made in the U.S. Shredley is made in the U.S. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. So there's, there's quite a few that are um, made in North America. Because that's super hard to do. It's hard to compete with uh, overseas manufacturer yeah. of any kind. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you. We really do appreciate you coming on and talking to us and talking to us about clothes and, and obviously listening to our whining <laughs> and morning <laughs> for you to reach out. I mean, that's awesome. So yeah. Before yeah. they boot well, you I, off, again, do you have I anything else to face- add? Oh yeah. Like I was just going to say again, I see it in the Facebook group all the time. And so it's just like, it's such a frustration because I see it come up over and over again. And I'm like, I don't want to be spammy, but I want to be like, ladies. Well, exactly. But you, you have to spam because we don't know what we don't know. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, when I put that comment yeah. on about clothing on the mountain bike women's group. Yeah. And it was like, and it was great because so many people was either like, oh my God, me too. Um, and then everyone was like, I have a 36 inch too and blah, blah, blah. And then it was like, people would post. Really? You found another one. There are other tall people in this universe. Um, but then but then people Impressive. Would, people would be like, and I and I can't think of an example, but they'd be like, um, use this brand because they have a tall line. Mm-hmm. 32 inches is not tall, people. That's not tall. Um mm. so there was just yeah, there was so post away, spam away. It's definitely worth it. All right. Okay. And we we will we will tag the crap yes. out of it. And uh, and we will share. Awesome! You just said crap. I did say crap. Lori, I'm so bad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Lori doesn't cuss. The Brits do enough cussing yeah, for everybody. I, I do it for the oh, both yeah. of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, episode last week that we recorded, it was going to be shared with the town and municipality, oh. and the guys were like, "If we can keep this PG." <laughs> like no swearing basically then the tan will share it and uh-huh. we didn't get 30 seconds in Fight and me. becky drops an f-bomb okay <laughs> okay just to set the scene though somebody uh-uh was being a gobshite and he was like hmm the parrot around the table and i was like fuck you oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, well, there hasn't been any swearing in this episode so far, but well, no. there we go. Ta-da! <laughs> I took one for the team. There we go. Well, awesome. I said crap. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything else? I think we covered Amy? it all. Awesome. Do you have anything else that you want to ask think us? So. Yeah, I don't think so. I think maybe just very like really quickly, you asked about the, the blog for beginners. And so, oh yeah. And so that blog is, it's overwhelming when you get into a new sport. And so mountain biking is a very, very expensive sport. And there is sometimes a pressure to get everything all at once. So that blog is really just to say, don't, don't cheap out on your helmet. Yeah. You know, focus on that, you know, certain things like you don't need to run out and buy, you know, expensive shoes right away. Like you could just steal your kids skate shoes for the first little while while you're learning and then upgrade when the time is right, you know? So just like, so I wrote that blog to just help women to not feel super overwhelmed by all the Mm. stuff. Oh, 
um, and then focus on like, okay, get this, get this, like, don't get a cheap chamois are not all created equal. That is one thing I you no, know they I are not <laughs> to get across to people. It's like, don't buy a cheap, shitty chamois off of wish or Amazon because they're not all created equal. <laughs> And yes, <laughs> we've all avoid. seen the wish memes. Let's what avoid, you avoid all the get. infections, you know, get one that breathes, has the right fabric. And, you know, <laughs> there are other areas. All the good stuff. There are other uh, websites to buy things from other than those two. Yes. <laughs> They're also <laughs> equally sentient stuff. <laughs> awesome. Good. Um, but yeah, so. There you go. You don't, you don't need to run out and buy everything right away, but yeah, it does exist and it has a purpose. And it's an investment. Yeah. Right. Or you it can is. like we did. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Well, and if go. you do there check you out go. her website. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lori, like I said, we've only, well, when do we 2020 is when we were, I bought a, my first bike in 27. I mean, I biked when I was a kid and motorbikes and all that, but bought my first bike in 2017 and then, got into 2020 is when we really get into it hard and get into and yeah we just dump everything yeah. hard full yeah. bore so yeah, if you want to do that nice. check out the website if you want to buy yeah, yeah. <laughs> two thousand three thousand dollars worth of clothing check it out, yeah. check it out. <laughs> don't let me stop you yeah that, that's how we <laughs> go big or go home well, really, if you're if you're going to a specific website, so you're finding sizes and you're seeing reviews and you're like you said, you're able to get this brand and this brand from one place. It's it's probably going to work out cheap, uh, cheaper in the long run because you're not going and getting something like you said, getting something. It doesn't mm -hmm. fit, throwing it in the wardrobe and then just leaving it because it's too much of a ball ache to send it yep. back. Buy once, cry once or whatever. That's saying. What? Isn't that where that goes? Instead of buying cheap stuff, you spend more money to get a quality product. It's like yeah, pay once yeah. and cry once or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds like an I don't know that saying, but saying. I know I saw in a in a women's forum somewhere someone was asking about pants, and someone recommended, "Oh, just go to Walmart and get a pair of five dollars sweatpants." And then when they get, oh, she was asking about muddy. She's like, "My stuff gets muddy," and she's like, "And when they get muddy, just throw them in the garbage and buy another pair." I was like, "Don't do that, please." <laughs> right? <laughs> Landfill does not need your sweatpants. After <laughs> Right, right? That. <laughs> yeah. and it's called a washing machine. In five years, you'll have spent you know two hundred dollars, and yeah. you can have a two hundred dollar mm -hmm. pair of pants that you'll still have in five years. Exactly, exactly. I can't believe the mentality of that though. I but there's a lot of people that do that. Oh, I got this for seven dollars, and then they wear it once, and it's, it fits like it was built for a monkey. Or and it's like, what the heck? <laughs> And doesn't and it just gets thrown out. I'd rather spend more initially and, and rather, have it. For, yeah. You'll end up spending yeah. more in the long term anyway, like you said. Yeah. Buy good yeah. stuff that fits good and can is yeah. built purpose built rather than Walmart. Totally, it's purpose built. That's the thing. Like you know, shorts can withstand a white out. They're not going to get shredded. You know, yeah. depending on how hard. Oh, I've wiped out a lot and I've never ruined my clothes. So yeah. Look at your Burton jacket. Yeah, when yeah. did we buy that? I Darren's good at ripping clothing. <laughs> <laughs> You've had your moments too. Remember yes. the brand new race first jersey? <gasps> Walk right by a tree. Oh, you gotcha. did. We'll just patch no, it up. That's the issues of having a 52 inch chest. I, you see, I, 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 I don't know what that means. I do not have a 52 inch chest. It means you hit trees on inside corners. <laughs> I'm far <laughs> narrower than my handlebars. 
I'm far wider. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, thank you. We uh, we do appreciate you spending your Friday evening with us and talking clothes and. It's my pleasure. And we'll definitely, when uh, when we do publish a podcast, we'll be sure to tag everybody in and everything in. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, please do. I'll share it everywhere. Yay. Awesome. We appreciate Sweet. that. Well, enjoy the yeah. rest of your weekend, Amy. It's been a slice. You too. Yes. You too. Nice to meet you, Amy. Take care. You as well. Thank yeah. you. See you later. Bye. Bye. Oh, that's super neat though. Oh, yeah. Oh, what was that little thing that you just did? I am sweating. Oh, you're sitting right beside the stove. I am baking over it. (laughs) Just friggin' tropical. Okay, I can see a little sheen on you. Sheen? (laughs) Are you pregnant, Darren? You're glowing. Let me just tell you, I'm glad for this cushion on the seat, otherwise it'd be a fucking slip and slide up in here. Why don't you sit a little bit closer to me? I never thought My Walmart dick pants are absorbing my ass sweat wonderfully. <laughs> I'm so glad you kept that to yourself throughout that that we've got to be proper with the guests. I know, I'm very impressed. I was I What was it? Uh we did uh we did one episode. Closer. I think it was a Fredericton one. And we got talking to Chris. We're broad-shouldered men. We can't sit that close. I know, but you're <laughs> swinging the mic around like crazy bastards over there. Anyway, Someone commented on, uh, I think it was the Frederick tomorrow, when we were talking to Chris and having a good jive, and then Chris kind of went by the way. Chris Phillips? No, Norfolk from Fredericton. Ooh. Another <laughs> comment one was, uh, well, that went down all fast. Yeah, I kind of, I see. I see how, I see where. I'd, I'm so confused. What, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I was going to fart. And decided not to trust it. <laughs> Good move. Good choice. Good move. You had a really like scared. You're a few. Oh well, I leaned over, gave it the big gangster lean, and started. And I was like, <laughs> did it? Did it do this? <laughs> you just watch for the finger. <laughs> Where's his ice's finger? Playing bingo in the underwear. But it's. Were you too sick closer because you're fed in it? No, like 70 degrees over here. And we're big, broad shouldered men. (laughs) You pair of dickheads. I'm so proud with how you held it together during that. (laughs) Do you need to go to the bathroom? Do you you want us to do an interlude? Do we need to have an interlude again, Wesley? Your top lip sweat. It's totally possible. (laughs) I'm butt crack sweating. (laughs) I thought. I thought, I thought you already had it. <laughs> I did. I said I thought you already had it. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of that, a guest, okay. a guest. Okay. I think you guys are going to have to. Seriously? Probably just, you know, we'll go for an interlude. Cool off a little bit. Let Wes go take care of business. Oh, wow. We shall return. This episode brought to you by Quest Carbon Cycles, Atlanta, Canada's first premium boutique mountain bike company. Located in Hillsboro at 2839 Main Street. Come on down and see us. You can see me. I'm here at the shop, Melissa, from Monday to Friday. Come look at the bikes. Get out rides.
Welcome back. Hello. We're back. Was that a shit? <laughs> oh. Talking about shit. We've got this wonderful book that Arita sent to us. Arita, a listener. We're the readers, <laughs> You know. <laughs> they do like a read, a read version of the podcast. Closed captioning. How would you, how mm. would you bleep Guess out swear words? <clears throat> I have no idea. Just leave it blank. Oh, yeah, that works. <laughs> anyway, it's got loads of shit in the woods. I feel like this is probably something that's more for you girls. Um, I have no desire to poop in the woods, um, and I've managed to get to... <clears throat> no. Tea? No, I'm not doing it this year. I opted out. Let me just say, desire and necessity to entirely different things. It's Sometimes called you just body can't. control. Sometimes you mm. just can't. Right? You've managed to only do it twice outside. Yeah. In in your smidge like older than me. Listen, you remember the old story of blazing destruction? Yeah. Right. I had to stand. There's a difference of- between desire and necessity. Yeah. It's every trail. <laughs> it's every it's trail not every system. You pooped on every trail system, I'm pretty sure. About. Just mark them a territory. Don't step off the trail, poop. folks. Like, <laughs> if you get embarrassed about So are we going to read some pieces really? out of said book? Something everybody yeah, does Yeah, I'm just going to read yeah, a little sure. bit of a big old what they're saying about this book. Everyone does it. Your mom does it. Readers, Your nan does it. The queen does it. And that is why I carry wipes. In my you bag. carry a flipping kitchen in your bag. But you know what? If I ever have to poop in the field, I will have a baby wipe to be fresh and clean. You you would have, <laughs> you'd have a baby wipe, you'd have toilet roll, you'd have a bag to put it in, you'd have a change of clothes, you'd have a snack to have afterwards, you'd have one of those blow Dry shampoo sinks. in case it's splashed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Darren. All right, give wait, us the wait, reviews. My favorite one. Hey, this is the real shit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. Yeah. All right. Where's All right. This okay. You've got to read it in your. Hello. This is a Wesley talking about shitting voice. <clears throat> no music, though, because oh, I'm no. perfect tune for that. Okay. The definition of shite. <laughs> <laughs> How's that for a voice? No, you need to do your proper boom voice. Shit. The definition of shit. Mm-hmm. Shit. Or shat. <laughs> or. Shit ting. <laughs> Influenced by shit and the past and PP forms. <laughs> What's a PP? <laughs> of earlier shite from M E Shiten from O E Skyten Atkin. Okay. There's a legit definition of shit. <laughs> the heck? Wow. To defecate often used. F- Often used figuratively to express embarrassment. I, th- <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd. What the hell is wrong with this? Okay, I'm going to read this as it's written. I thought I'd when I had to pee, and then there wasn't any place to hide. Or fear. Did they Look, miss read it? that. I thought I'd when I had to pee. Isn't that weird? He's just scooped ah, Darren's jacket down again. I Okay, the dash means shit. I thought I'd shit when I had to pee and there wasn't any place to hide. Or fear, I just about shit when I stepped off a ski lift and viewed the hill from above. 
to defecate something sh- shitty watery stools <laughs> to fool or mislead or to put on. You wouldn't shit me about using pine cones for toilet paper, would you? Shit bricks to worry, to be terrified. Shit can to throw away, to ban, to fire or dismiss. Shit fruit salad. <laughs> also shit nickels, shit ice cream. <laughs> Instead of a prima donna, she's so special she <laughs> must shit sa- fruit salad. <laughs> shit on to run to muck up to treat unfairly, often by being extremely rude or unkind or harsh. Harsh shit the bed to foul your nest to stupidly mess up your own good situation to die. <laughs> yeah. That's the uh, definition of shit. Wow. That's, that was way over my head. Shit is a very, very versatile word, and I feel like it's very it underappreciated. Can it can be a verb. Right? It's very underappreciated yeah. in, in North America. <clears throat> in England, it is like... It's used for everything. Yeah. Like, and and I will I will show some examples here shortly. Let Laurie... Like, stupid stuff that kids do. It's like, you've got to be shitting me, dude. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, Laurie. Very versatile. Incredibly. Okay, so a poem. (laughs) If I can read it. Do you want me to like zoom in on it on my phone? (laughs) I know it's terrible. When you can't dig a hole. In days of old, when knights were bold and toilets weren't invented, they left their load along the road and walked off so contented. Like a childhood too. ditty, author unknown. Don't you snap with poetry? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Um, so, kind of going back to to Darren. Thank you, Gary, for this book. <laughs> oh yeah, this is freaking awesome. So, some uses of the word shit. Shit ass. I gotta say, we don't really use that one. I've never. Really used oh, shit. I use that a lot. Uh, shittery. What? Um, uh, shittery is a porta potty or something one shits into. Um, shitbird. It's an affectionate name for a scoundrel. No. Shit brain. Yeah, shit for brains. Yeah. Yep, definitely. Uh, shit disturber. Yeah, that's you. Uh, shit faced. That's not me right now. I swear that's not us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Shit fire. Shit fit. Shit fire. Shit fire is a mean, nasty person or a bully. Wouldn't that just be be a a twat? I mean, my definition of shit fire, when we were in Afghanistan, we used to have to go out every day and burn, like, you had John bags, like a foil bag, and you kind of put it over the modified toilet seat kind of thing. You basically crap in a bag, seal it up and burn it. Some of those things puff up and explode. Maybe we should um, write to Kathleen and tell her that this perhaps, should be yeah. there. Yeah. Well, I want to redefine your shit fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we have shit fit, shit head. That's you. I call you shit head often. Yeah. And you like to have shit fits. Maybe. <laughs> um, shit hole. Yeah. Uh, shit house. I've been to many shitholes. Shit now, list. Shit house is a very versatile thing. Again, it's kind of. Um, it we, can either refer to a toilet. Yeah. Or 
like outhouse. A, a, a person. As in, like, don't uh, be a shithouse. A scared person. Like a scaredy cat, I guess. Yeah. I haven't used that for a while. Shitlord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shit shark. The person who operates the honey wagon. Ah, uh, yeah. What does that mean? The honeysuckers that come into your septic tank. They're called, called the shit sharks. Suckers? Why are they called honeysuckers? Honey's nice and sweet and <laughs> comes I from was, bees. I was, hey, you ever them. you ever hit shit on the trail with your front wheel? No. It's sweet too. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shitter and shitty. Shittier. I think they left out a couple too. I think so. Yeah. It is quite a multi-use word. Oh, it's, incredible. It, it, yeah. Because you can just use like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, it's not kind of like bad language enough to make your nan blush or, you know, get you a cuff upside the ear. But it's suitable. You, you weren't a clerk. <laughs> You're very true. <laughs> <laughs> so, on the shit note. That was awesome. Yeah. I like that book. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this podcast was the shit. <laughs> right? The shit. It means the greatest. Yeah. And then you can have, like... It was shitty. Shitty. Dog shit. Mm-hmm. Poor shit. Chicken shit. That's someone who's, yeah. again, scared. Did they say chicken shit? Yeah. I didn't see chicken no, shit. No, I didn't see that. Shite. 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 What's your um, favorite one? Gob shite. Yeah, you. Oh. Explain what it means. You're a gobshite. And this, that, now that is something that you don't hear in North America typically, unless really? you get yeah a potty mouth like this pirate over here <laughs> from overseas. I when people tell me it's like, oh, I hope you don't mind the language. I'm like, my best friend is British, and they're like, oh, that explains <laughs> it. <laughs> it's like. Yeah, <laughs> you can't. You you can't just yeah. <laughs> but it's it, yeah. I don't know. It, it just we we always this is swearing was always a thing. It's part of British culture, I think. I think yeah. so. I think which is why people kinda... get it when I say my friend is British. Yeah, yeah they totally. understand. It's a British thing. Yeah, like one thing, like some some of the cursing around younger folks. I mean, I, it must be just normal over there. Yeah. Because here you'll see people, somebody will drop a cuss word around a, not a kid kid, but a young adult, and they'll be just like, they just said a swear word. (laughs) The kid doesn't, like, when the kid does something stupid and you go, for fuck's sake, they get that you're going seriously Mm -hmm. without I don't think it's that, like. Kids these days, have you seen some of the stuff they send around? Oh, yeah. They know the shit pretty damn young. Yeah, yeah. Younger than I care to teach my kids, you know. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that's a whole other freaking can of worms. So. That's a whole other podcast right there. Yeah. We ain't uh, interested in that one. I need my bed. Join us next week for counseling. <laughs> how, to, how to raise your children. We will tell your <laughs> child to stories. fuck off. <laughs> no, that's just you. <laughs> I really do think that you, this is the mic that you put your mouth around because it smells a little bit like drool. Stop sniffing the mic. It's time to hit the button, guys. I think so. <laughs> Peace out. Say good night. Good night, everyone. Maybe people listen to it in the morning, so you probably shouldn't say good night.
What do you want to say? Good morning. Off we go. No. Yeah, that'll work. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good night. See ya. I don't know. Hey, I've got one. In a bit. Shit. Push the button. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye, (laughs) y'all.